Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a master mindset coach and success strategist for entrepreneurial babes just like you. I absolutely love helping you uplevel your life, your business, your finances, and helping you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that you want. It is my duty and obsession to give you the tools, the resources, strategies, and teachings you need to manifest the reality of your wildest dreams. Think of this podcast as your daily dose of personal development to maximize your impact, your influence, and your income. If you're ready to get your ass kicked to the next level, then you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's begin. I can't believe it's been almost two years since I've last hosted a live training. Well, consider this a manifestation because for the first time in almost two years, I'm hosting a live three-day money manifestation training called Cashflow. And the best part, it's absolutely free to join. We're going to be talking all about raising your financial set point, taking your power back when it comes to money so that it no longer has its hold on you, having money respond to you as the sovereign queen of money, not the other way around, becoming wealthy without frying your nervous system, the exact steps to accessing financial abundance for life, and so much more. You can sign up for this free training at manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash cashflow. We start May 15th, and I can't wait to see you there. Hello, gorgeous souls. It is Catherine from manifestationbabe.com, and I am so excited to bring you another episode of the Manifestation Babe podcast. So today I finally feel a little bit better post Tony Robbins Business Mastery, and I have given my voice a good break. I've given my body a really good break. I have just really dove into self-care to the max, and I'm finally feeling better. And even though I might cough, I'm just warning you guys, I might cough like every, I don't know, other sentence or something like that. So just keep in mind that my voice is still recovering. I have no idea what happened, but I came back from Vegas just feeling, you know, maybe like we call it the Tony flu where you're going through a breakthrough, you're going through um, some major decisions and some major shifts in your life, and all of a sudden your body cannot keep up with the up level. Um, Your soul is, is expanding, your desires are expanding, you're making decisions, you're on the path to success, you're using your intuition to guide you, and then boom, your body just breaks down. So very, very common amongst achievers who are just so gung-ho, have such a huge engine for success, who have such a huge engine for change, an engine for inspiring people, an engine for influencing people and impacting people. Um, I can't tell you how often I find uh, myself with other successful people who talk about this phenomenon. So anyway, I had an experience when I was leaving on uh, from Vegas back home on Monday. Brendan and I got packed up for our flight back and I had to work on a project that was really important for that day for me to like figure everything out because I had a meeting the following day um, about this project. And this is a project that I won't mention right now just because I made a massive, huge shift in this project, a big decision. And 
Um, I wanted to share with you kind of like what my intuitive decision-making process is and how you too can tap into intuition when you are making big life decisions or you feel like you're on the crossroads of, you know, you're, you're at this fork in the road and you have these two paths and one of them looks very logical. One of them looks very like, this is what everyone would do. This is what I should be doing. This is how I've been conditioned to do things. And the other path is more like, all right, this makes no freaking sense. It's kind of scary, but for some reason I'm being drawn to it. For some reason, this one feels lighter to me and this one feels a little denser and heavier for me. So I remember Brennan and I, since I live with a logical person, you guys, I'm more intuitive. Brennan is more logical. And although he is also very intuitive, he likes to base his decision-making process off of logic. And I like to do the opposite where I base my decisions off of intuition. And as you can imagine, it causes a lot of this, like head button, head butting to the max. And um, this is something that we are always working through. And we have realized that we have come together so that we can um, put these two voices together so that we can put our heads together and make the best decisions based off of both logic and um, intuition as well. However, in my experience, being the spiritual person, being the manifestation babe, since I am the one who taught Brendan about manifestation, um, I have found that the path to whatever destination you have at this moment, because you're never going to arrive to your final destination, you can have um, checkpoints along the way or destinations along the way. I have found that the best shortcut to get to your destination is to follow your intuition. It is such a freaking massive shortcut. It reduces the amount of mistakes you make. It reduces the amount of time it takes to get there. It reduces the amount of noise that goes through your mind. And it might not always be the safest or the most logical or the decision or the choice that makes the most sense. But often I have found that when I'm being guided towards a path, the universe supports me along, you know, the intuitive path. So the one that feels right to me, when I take it, even though it makes no logical sense, I find that things just fall on my path in the way that they're supposed to. And I get to wherever I want to go so much faster. So on Monday, as I was making this decision, I want to share with you that I was, as I was working on this project, I felt such a heaviness. And I know when I feel something, that is my intuition trying to tell me something. The way that you feel is like an emotional guidance scale. It's like a, a, a meter. It's um, a compass more so. So it's telling you, are you on the right track or is something a little off here and there's something that needs to be changed? And I remember feeling really freaking good. Um, and as soon as I started working on this project, I felt so heavy and dense and I immediately got sad. And I remember being like, okay, I'm just exhausted. I'm getting a little sick. Um, you know, maybe this is just like my body just needs a break, whatever. So Brennan and I went to get an IV upstairs. We were in the Cosmopolitan Hotel. We were sitting at Starbucks. We found out that there's like a vitamin IV place that gives you like hydration and B12 vitamins and vitamin C and like all of these boosts and it makes you feel really good. I don't know why I volunteer volunteered myself to get a voluntary IV because I 
freaking hate IVs, but for some reason, it's actually very relaxing. And you, they sit you down in the massage chair, they um, prick you, and then they connect you to this like uh, yellow looking um, fluid, like saline solution, but of course it has vitamins and stuff. So it's kind of yellow. And then you sit there and you chill out. And afterwards, I felt amazing. I felt unstoppable again. I felt my energy come back. So I was like, great. Back to this project. As soon as I came back to this project, immediately I started crying, you guys. Like, I felt so heavy. I felt like it was something that, you know, if I were to really think about it, it's almost like the same thing that I felt when my parents kept telling me I have to go to medical school if I want to be successful. And every time I would think about applying to medical school or open up an application, because that's as far as I went towards uh, medical schools, I actually started to apply and write shit fill out these forms, put my essay together, start scheduling interviews. And then I was like, no, like I can't stop crying. I can't stop freaking out. I feel so heavy. I feel like all the weight is on my shoulders. And of course, my intuition is telling me like, hey, Catherine, there's a better path out there for you. Because imagine you guys, if right now I would still be in medical school or pursuing like the next steps, which is like um, either a residency or a specialization. And right now I'd be stuck in all of these books or at a hospital working 100 hours a week. Can you guys imagine me right now being at a hospital 100 hours a week, like working towards whatever my specialty was supposed to be, either a surgeon or dermatologist or whatever I decided on. Like, can you imagine? So of course, that's not my passion. That's not what excites me. What I do right now as like a a life coach to you guys, as a spiritual guide, as someone who can um, show you the way and teach you things and share with you all of these insights and breakthroughs that I've had and share with you how you can manifest the life of your wildest dreams. That's what gets me up in the morning. And so, of course, my intuition's like, okay, you're doing something wrong here. Like, I'm trying to show you by the way that you're feeling right now. And so um, I felt those similar feelings. And immediately, of course, I bring it up to Brennan. And Brennan being the logical person, because on paper, according to logic and reasoning, and if you weigh the pros and cons, which I did, I opened up my journal and I wrote in here like the pros and cons of if I continue with this project or if I let it go. And I just, you know, Brennan, of course, was like, no, Catherine, like this doesn't make any sense. Like you spent this, you already invested this much money, this much time. You can't just let it go. Like I told you so, blah, blah, blah. We just got in this huge fight. And I was like, fuck. And so I started to give myself solutions, right? But before I get into sharing with you how I made my decision-making process based off of the solutions I gave you, I want to share with you kind of how you can tap into your intuition when you're making decisions. So I want to share with you kind of the hows, and then I'll share with you what I ended up deciding on and how much better I feel about it now and how much more aligned with it I am and how you can also get into alignment with the paths or decisions or choices that you're making. So we have two voices in our heads, and these two voices... Um, I've gotten to know really, really well just from studying uh, my students, just from studying the people that I'm coaching, just from my personal experience. I'm always witnessing that everyone has these two voices. It's this dichotomy. There is one voice that's very survivalistic. It's the voice of logic and reasoning. It's the voice of the ego. It's the voice that's always looking for danger, right? It's the voice that we developed millions and millions and millions of years ago when our priority was to survive. Our priority was to hide from the lions and the tigers and hide in caves and make sure we get fed and make sure our family's fed. And of course, our only priorities were survival. So we really depended on this voice. Now in modern day times, not so much. We don't really need to depend on it as much because we live in a much safer world. 
Like we're not living in caves, constantly looking around for danger. I know that, you know, it depends on the area that you live in. It depends on, um, you know, your personal experiences and all this stuff. But generally speaking, like the modern day times aren't as survivalistic as the um, older times. And so this is a voice that we developed and it always reasons the pros and cons. Like if you ever find yourself making a list of pros and cons over and over again and looking at, okay, which one makes more sense based on logic, that's the voice of logic and reasoning, also known as ego. Um, It's also going to pay attention to like what everyone else is doing. Um, you know, it's going to pay attention to the majority. The ego likes to play it safe and comfortable. And so if everyone else is following a certain path, like the status quo, then the ego is going to stay within that status quo. It's the part of you that's going to keep you in that box. So when your family tells you you're meant to be a doctor or, you know, encourages you to go on the path to medical school, um, according to your experience and your perceptions of the world, that's, that's the right thing to do. That's what everyone else is doing. And that's what's comfortable because if you follow that path, you're going to fit in, you'll be loved, you'll be appreciated by the, by the people that matter to you most. So that's, that's that voice that pays attention to like what I should be doing. And then there's a voice that's more developed, it's more spiritual, it's more intuitive, it's your intuition, and it's the voice that comes through when you don't have any of that noise of survival, or that noise of this is what you should be doing, or this is what you need to pay attention to, or this is your box, and this is what your path is supposed to be. It's that very, very often quiet, so some of us have to learn how to listen to this voice. This is why not everyone is... Um, Everyone is intuitive, but that's why not everyone is accustomed to developing their intuition because it's such a quiet voice that if you don't give yourself enough patience, if you don't give yourself enough time, um, it's not going to get louder. It's a voice that needs to come through with practice. And so you have to constantly practice on making intuitive decision making. And I'll give you guys some tools. Like if your intuition is very quiet, I will give you exact tools that I use when sometimes even to this day, the voice of logic is way louder than the voice of my intuition. Um, and so this voice of, in, it's kind of like the voice of intuition is like the voice of inspiration and feeling. So remember when I talked about that heaviness? On paper, this project makes logical sense, but I felt so like off about it. I felt so heavy. So your feelings are guiding you via your intuition. Or your intuition is guiding you via your feelings. Um, It is connected. It's very intuitive. It's connected directly to your subconscious mind, which your subconscious mind, as you guys know from my podcast episode, um, I don't remember which number it is, but it's all about the subconscious mind. Uh, Scroll back maybe like 10 to 15 episodes and you'll find it. Um, Your subconscious mind is connected to the universe. It's the connector between you as a conscious human being and the universe. Your subconscious mind has all of the deepest desires that you have. It is um, your programming. It is your habits. And you can either have your subconscious mind work for you or you can have your subconscious mind work against you. But you are ultimately in control. And as soon as you want to manifest something into your life, you must get into subconscious alignment. You must align your subconscious mind with what it is that you want. And you can do this via all kinds of reprogramming techniques that I teach in um you know, my courses like Manifestation Babe Academy or Rich Babe Academy, and then you can get a taste of it in um, the Subconscious Mind episode. Um, This inspiration feeling, you know, voice also knows the truth. So it's directly tapped in and connected to the truth, which is why when you follow it, you get to take the shortcut in life. That's the only shortcut you get. 
is you get to make the least amount of mistakes. You get to be given everything that you need to accomplish whatever it is that you desire because you are on this shorter path, the, the path of inspiration, the path of feeling, the path of intuition. Um, and it always speaks to you via your feelings. So have you ever hung out with someone and although on paper they seem like a really great person, a really nice person, you begin to trust them, they seem loyal and whatever, truthful, honest, but for some reason you just can't shake this feeling of like there's something off. Like for some reason I just don't trust this person. Like for some reason I don't want to tell them all my secrets. Um, I don't want to, you know get too close to them and then come to find out, I don't know, like a year or two later, a little bit later, um, they end up having, you know, some sort of secret or they end up breaking your trust. They end up not being loyal to you. They end up being dishonest and so on and so forth. Like the truth eventually comes out, but by following your gut intuition, you can kind of prevent that experience, that painful experience. And so following your intuition, you're going to avoid a lot of pain and you're going to be guided towards your pleasure. Um, and so when making a decision, you guys, so let's say you have like big life decisions to make or big, um, you're on this, like you're on this fork in the road and you have these two paths and you're trying to decide which path to take, or maybe it's something as simple as deciding what to eat. I use my intuition to decide what do I, what do I, what, <laughs> what do I want to eat? What time do I want to wake up? What time do I want to go to bed? Should I have another cup of coffee or not? Like I am trying to practice using my intuition as much as possible because it's so connected to truth. And since I can shortcut so much in my life, I want to make sure I'm always treating my body in the best way. I make sh- I want to make sure that I have the most energy, that I get my sleep, that I take care of myself, that I do the things that are get- going to get me one step closer to my goals every single day by following my intuition. So when you're making a decision, make sure you're tapping into the way that you feel, okay? So if you're feeling a sense of like heaviness or denseness and just something is like weighing, this is how I feel it. It's like weighing heavy on your heart and it feels like the whole world's on your shoulders and you just feel like slumped down and like very slow and you just feel a little foggy. That's a sign typically that that's probably not the right choice for you. And then if you compare it to something else, let's say you have a couple of choices in front of you, you compare it to something else and something else feels so much more exciting. It feels so much lighter, um, less dense. In fact, no density at all. Like it just feels so good to you. And it just feels like um, by taking it, you're following your joy. You're following your, you're, you're enthusiastic about it. It feels so much better to you than this other option. And sometimes on paper, you know, the one that feels dense can make logical sense to you. And the one that feels light to you can make no logical sense. So that can happen. And oftentimes that always happens to me. I make sure that I take the path that feels lighter to me. Um, The lighter path is the right intuitive decision. The denser path is like the wrong intuitive decision. And if you guys can't tell, okay, so... If you're having a hard time, like you can't really feel into it. You don't know if this, if this is fear talking. You don't know if you have a mixture of emotions. You don't have you don't know if you have a mixture of feelings. You're not really crystal clear on what exactly your intuition is telling you. I like to use, and this can be woo-woo for some people, but I'll give you kind of the scientific explanation of it because I know that sometimes when we go the scientific route, we're more likely to accept something. Um, I use something called a pendulum, and a pendulum is basically most, it's available in most metaphysical shops, 
And essentially, it's a crystal that has like um, it's some sort of weight. Like the crystal represents the weight at the end of this, you know, I don't know, string, whatever you call it. Like the, um, you know, like the the thing on the necklace. The why am I blanking out right now? It's like a, it's like a crystal necklace, but without the closure. It's just like a long string with the bearing weight on the bottom, and. You can also mimic a pendulum if you don't want to go to a metaphysical shop or you don't have time to go to one and you want to make a decision right now. I'm taking off my necklace because I'm also live streaming this and showing um, on camera. And those of you listening on the podcast, I'm going to do my best to explain it. So you can also use a necklace. And I have this worthy wand made by my friend Amanda O'Reilly. And she actually created, I think, a new line of these necklaces. On one side, it says enough. On the other side, it says worthy. Um, yeah. And it makes a great pendulum as well because it represents, you know, the, the bearing weight on a string. And as you'll notice, just by me holding it, my pendulum or necklace is already moving back and forth. So that's actually my sign, my, my subconscious symbol for whatever I'm asking, whatever question I'm asking, this means yes, or this means go for it, or this means this is the right choice when it's swinging back and forth. And if it's swinging side to side, that's my way of receiving a no or receiving that this is not your right path or this is something where you might end up regretting this decision later. Because oftentimes when we don't follow our intuition, we end up regretting the decision anyway. So again, it's like a shortcut. You're avoiding that pain. You're avoiding that regret. Um, And basically how this works is that your um, subconscious mind being in tune with your intuition gives your body sends your body signals that work through these micro muscle movements where when something is a hell yes or a yes, your intuition is saying like, or subconscious mind is saying yes to something, it will swing a certain way. And when it's saying no, it's moving your, your muscles in a different direction and you can choose that direction. So for, this is how you can actually program or program your pendulum or your necklace. And the way you do it is you say subconscious mind, when the answer is yes, please swing this way. And so I'm swinging it back and forth. And then subconscious mind, the answer is no, please swing it this way. And now it's swinging side to side. For some people, it could be um, you know, clockwise. For others, it could be counterclockwise. There is no right or wrong here. It's however you decide um, for the, you know, whatever you decide the language to be. Okay. It's like your own language with your subconscious mind. And so here I have a pendulum. And so whenever I'm having a hard time discerning, between, you know, is this fear or is this my intuition telling me no? Like, am I just afraid? Sometimes it's a little hard to tell. I think that um, fear is a little more jittery of a feeling. So sometimes we feel really fearful about the right decision. And a lot of people hold back from the right decision because of fear. But I think fear is more of this jittery kind of like anxious um, feeling. And you know, when your intuition is saying no to you, I see it as like a slower, heavier, denser, more kind of like depressed energy, if that makes sense. Okay. So that's how I've been able to discern between is this fear or is this my intuition saying no, but you can also use your pendulum. And so same thing, back and forth, side to side. And so you can ask you a question. You can also test it and be like, is my name Catherine? And of course it's saying yes. And then I can be like, is my name Samantha? And of course it's saying no, obviously. And so this is a great way that I've done, 
you know, simple things from, am I ready to leave? Like, am I ready to leave my nine to five job? That, I mean, that's not simple. That's a tough decision to as simple as do we want to upgrade to first class tonight on our flight to Seattle? And then one time my pendulum said, no, like I, for some reason I was, I was putting in the upgrade, like I was putting in the details and checking off that I want to upgrade us to first class or buying a first class ticket. I don't remember what I was doing. And you know, logically, I was like, yes, this is a great price. And of course, we can afford it. But for some reason, my intuition was like, no, don't do it. And I was like, what do you mean? Don't do it. This makes no freaking sense. Right. Because it typically doesn't make sense. So I whipped out my pendulum. My pendulum's like, no. And so I was like, OK, all right. So I thought like maybe my scarcity mindset was getting in the way. You know, that's why I decided to check in with my pendulum. And then my pendulum said no. And when we got to the airport, we ended up getting a free upgrade. So my intuition saved me a total of 600 bucks, you know, additionally going from coach to first class, $300 each bout saved me $600. I got the upgrade for free. Boom. My intuition saved me money. That's what it typically does. It saves you time, saves you money, saves you pain, um, you know, saves you resources, saves you energy, saves you, you know, fears, saves you everything. Um, And so you can use a pendulum and you can also use muscle testing. So muscle testing, the way that I like to do muscle testing, I know that some people like to do like this. So if you ask, and what I'm doing, sorry, for those of you on the podcast, I am making an O with my index finger and my thumb with my left hand and making another O with my index finger and my thumb on my right hand. And then I'm intertwining them and connecting them and I'm pulling them apart. And when you typically ask a question, if something is a yes, your muscles, again, those micro movements or the the micro strength of your muscles should be strong with a resounding yes or a resounding truth. And so when you try to pull it apart, it should, you know, if it's a, if it's a yes or it's a truth or this is the right decision, it should stay strong. It won't pull apart. Um, your fingers won't pull apart and you'll remain intertwined with the O's. And then, um, if it's like something that's a no, or this is not the right decision, not the right path, then it'll break apart. The reason why I don't like this is because I feel like I can easily influence this. And I feel like sometimes I'm holding on a little tighter if I wanted to say yes. And sometimes I feel like if I wanted to say no, I'm going to purposely break it apart and be like, oh yeah, okay. That's not really me tuning in and connecting, right? That's not me actually receiving the right answer. So I like to use another human, another person, and I will, um, I will straighten out my right arm and the other person, typically Brandon or someone else will try to bring my arm back down using their strength. And I'm going to use my strength to keep my arm as strong as possible and out, right out in a, in a straight line. And when, and how you want to calibrate this is you want to ask an obvious truthful question, like, or or you want to say a statement like my name is, and obviously say your name. So my name is Catherine and the other person will try to bring your arm down and it's going to be really strong because your muscles are kind of rooted in that truth. They're very strong. And then you, you say something like my name is Samantha, like obviously not your name and you'll typically go weak. And so then you can use that to be like, okay, um, this is what I'm going to do. And if you stay strong, typically that means that that's the right decision. Um, and if you go weak, typically that means that that's the wrong decision and you're not being influenced by your own, like you're not, you're not changing the results because it's someone else who's doing it to you. So I kind of like to do that as well. 
And then instead of just using these outside tools, because I love tools like crystals, I love tools like oracle cards, I love vision boards, I love all these tools, but I want to remind you again that these are just tools and they're not absolutely a requirement for you to hone in on your intuition, for you to manifest your wildest goals and dreams and all this stuff. Like you have everything already inside you. So while you're using these tools, I want to remind you to also take this opportunity to learn how to tap into your intuitive feelings as well so that if you god forbid lost your pendulum or forgot it somewhere or you don't have someone to muscle test you you can still get your answer and you do this by learning when you're using a pendulum see how you feel as it's saying yes like how am i feeling right now or as it's saying no like tune into that feeling is it expansive or is it constrictive is is it a lighter feeling or is it a heavier feeling and just based on what your pendulum is saying and how you feel you you can then start making these connections so then And later on, when you're out and about or you're facing a tough decision in a Starbucks in Las Vegas at the Cosmopolitan, where there's like all kinds of people around and I don't really have any quiet, um, I don't really have my pendulum, well, I had my necklace, but you guys get the point. I can then just sit there and tune in with my feelings and be like, wow, okay, something is off here. And how, and you'll start to notice these trends and see how your, your body reacts. And using that, you can then just be out and about, walk around, do whatever you need to do. And you're able to use your intuition. You're able to make decisions the intuitive way. Um, so going back to that project, what I ended up doing, and this is what you can do is when you just feel off about something, you can start to brainstorm solutions. So I opened up a book and I mean my journal And I just started brainstorming. Ooh, my iPad just died. Oops. (laughs) Okay, so we're just going to keep going. So I opened up my journal. And on my journal, I was able to brainstorm all of these solutions. And on these solutions, with, with each one, I was able to see how I feel about each of these solutions. And so one solution still made me feel heavy. Another one still made me feel heavy. And then one of them, all of a sudden, I felt really light and excited about it. And it was something where I didn't have to give up the project. I just had to change the way I was approaching it. So I got to um, come up with a creative solution, use my intuition, And all of a sudden, I felt really, really good about this decision. And then I was able to keep the project. And Brendan was happy. And so was I. And so was the person that I'm working with on this project. So it's like a win, win, win. If I would have stayed with the project full on without changing anything, um, you know, everyone else would be happy, but I would be really unhappy. And then if I, um, you know, completely let go, I would be unhappy I would be happy and everyone else would be unhappy around me. And so that's a lose, lose, lose. And then by me being creative and figuring out which option feels the best to me, which option feels the most right to me, by doing that, I was able to come up with that solution and everyone ended up being happy. It was a win, 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 win. Um, I use this method, you guys, for things as small as I was telling you, everyday life examples to things like hiring and firing my team. You know, when I start to feel off, when I started to feel off about certain members of my team last December, I immediately use my intuition to let go of them. Um, I tune into my intuition and I ask myself like, okay, how do I feel if we just keep things the way that we are? And immediately I felt heavy and dense and upset. And then when I imagine letting them go and just allowing that space and hiring new people, I immediately felt really, really light. And so that was like my clear distinction right there. 
I've used this on like my big car purchase, my R8, you know, logically this car makes absolutely no freaking sense. Okay. Um, I, I, um, I posted a post not too long ago, maybe a couple days ago about, you know, financial freedom and true wealth and true net worth and my, my practice of being worthy, um, worthy now, wealthy now versus wealthy later. And how, when you spend money on the things that you value and you refrain from spending money on the things that you don't value and set aside that money for the future, it creates this beautiful balance of you both being abundant right now in the present moment and also setting aside money so that your future self also has a healthy, beautiful, abundant life as well. And, um, in the post, I talked about this is why I live in a studio apartment yet drive a $200 plus thousand dollar sports car. It's because I value and feel so good driving in that car. Like that car gives me the inspiration, the motivation, the energy, the excitement, the juice, and everything that I need to keep going in my business. Whereas my apartment, honestly, we spend a couple days a month here, you know, maybe like a week or two a month. So half the month we're gone. Do I really care how much space I have? Like all I need is my office, my computer, my diva ring light, maybe a couch to read on and my bed to sleep in. I just don't value a huge house or a huge apartment and I don't value spending any more money. And so therefore, Brendan and I are perfectly happy living in a studio apartment. Um, For some people that makes no sense because some people value having that space at home. I just don't value it right now. And so when I thought about going out and getting my R8, I felt so excited, you guys. I felt so joyful. I felt so just on top of the world. Like it lit me up. And then the moment I thought about not doing it and not upgrading my car and holding back um, from doing, from making that decision, I felt so uninspired. I felt heavy. I felt dense. I felt like, no, I just feel so uninspired. Like, I feel like I don't want to do anything until I have this car. Like, this car just sounds so unbelievably amazing. And of course, I could afford it. And of course, um, it's not just like a decision I made when, you know, it's not a random decision. This is something I've been brewing on for a couple of, of months to about a year. And then when I finally felt ready, I knew I was ready because it just lit me up. It was so exciting and it makes no logical sense. But by making that decision, you guys, I have been able to bring that energy that I feel for my car back into my business, back into my content, back into my podcast. But but it just like helps me feel like it, it just makes me feel successful. And when I feel a certain way that begets more of the same feelings, you attract more of the same feelings. So if I feel really successful, I attract more of those feelings of success. And as I attract more of those feelings of success, Um, you know, that means that there are more circumstances and more events and more people, more things coming into my reality that help me feel more successful. It's this creation process. It's the, the process of attracting things into your life based around the way that you feel. So I've used this method with my car, for instance. That's a pretty big decision. Um, Any of my next business moves, whenever I want to work on a new project or create a course or not create a course or not do any extra work and just chill the F out and ride on the content that I already have, I use my intuition. Um, Quitting my nine to five job. 
That was a big decision. Going from full-time to part-time was a small decision. It was really easy to make. But fully letting go of that security and that box that people like to um, place us in and, you know, what we should be doing and how we should depend on a paycheck just in case something happens to the business, you know. So that was pretty like, oh my God, this is so scary for me. But as soon as I did it, because it felt right, my business blew up. Like I went from making 15K months to 100K months really, really quickly just because my intuition shortcutted my goals for me just by following it. Um, And then also ending a relationship that didn't serve me that I did three years ago after coming home from UPW or not even coming home and doing it via text message, which I am not proud of because there are so many more mature and better ways to end a relationship, but that's just where I was out in my life. I was only, what, 22 years old at the time. So that's just kind of like the easiest way that I could do it at that time, the easiest way that I knew to do it without going home and facing this person because I cannot bear when people are in pain. Like when people aren't in pain, I want to do everything to help them. And I knew that if I saw him in pain, I would not leave the relationship. If I heard him in pain, I would not be able to leave the relationship. So anyway, using my intuition to end the relationship because when I thought about these two paths, one path is staying and one path is leaving. One path felt so much denser to me, which was staying, and the leaving felt so freeing, so light, so exciting. And so I knew that was the right path. So in short, you guys, I hope this episode was helpful, and I hope you are now excited to use this shortcut to your path to success, to whatever next destination that you have. Um, It is such a valuable tool and um, I just want to inspire you to use it because everyone has this tool. Everyone has intuition that they can work through, that they can work from, um, that they can use as a compass, um, you know, towards whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you feel most fulfilled, whatever gives you that juice in life, that excitement, that energy. And if this episode was helpful, please screenshot it right now. And go ahead and tag me on Instagram in your stories or send me a DM or leave me a comment and just share with me what you learned from this episode and how it's helped you. And feel free to send the link or share it with a friend or share it with your audience or share it with someone that you think it's going to help them too. And I would so, 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 so appreciate if you guys would also leave a review on iTunes because every single five-star review that you guys leave allows this podcast to be ranked higher and higher and higher. And with each level it goes up the more people can come across it so that they can have this content too i love you guys so freaking much i hope you have a fantastic friday i hope you have a fantastic fantastic weekend and i'm so grateful that i haven't coughed a single time on this episode and my voice seems to be back um i'm on my way right now to get a massage so i'm gonna go ahead and do that and i wish you guys all the freaking best bye thank you so much for tuning in today's episode If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up some extra inspiration on Instagram by searching at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.